What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of Cheers from the Press Box. I am your host, Brennan Tassif, joined as always by the Beanie Boy himself. Yo, 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 yo. Headphone Joe, Joe Dorville. What's going on, man? Uh, we're not going to say at what ungodly hour <laughs> we're recording this. Uh, but yeah, everything's everything's going everything's well. Fine. Everything, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. How about how about you? I'm doing great, man. If you are, I'm hey, I'm built for this kind of stuff. If you are new to the show, quick rundown of the show. So Joe and I are going to recap this week in sports, uh, all the main topics from all the the main sports areas. We're going to get into the quick hits, which will be a discussion portion, back and forth. Quick, quick hits on some of the tertiary sports, some of the things we want to highlight, questions we want to ask each other. Then we have the walk off, which will be our essay portion, followed by the press conference. And we are getting out of here. Going to be a tight show today for reasons that we will not disclose. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to start this week the same way we do every week with the kickoff. Joe. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Here we go. NBA playoffs, baby. We are in the conference finals now. Let's recap some of the stuff beforehand. Joe. You've made it. Yes. I I have egg on my face. Speaking of what we were talking about before. Philadelphia. Atlanta Hawks. I should have put it the other way around. You should have, but we are playing in Philadelphia. (laughs) Uh, peak too early, I guess, with Philly. Uh, maybe. Uh, number uh, one in the East all year long. Uh, bounced by the fifth seed in the East. Atlanta uh, Hawks. Trey Young, a team that to to- uh, quote uh, Tony Kornheiser, seemed like it was two years away from being two years away. Had one of the worst records in the NBA just a season ago. Finished third yeah. worst in the NBA. Uh, Trey Young. For all the flack he's taken from me here on this program and other uh, talking heads around the sports community, unafraid. Seemed like he was looking forward to this <laughs> game seven in Philly. Bring it unafraid. on. Let's go. Um, what did and you even take after away? even after going one of 12 in the first half? Still seemed unafraid. Still didn't care. <laughs> still was unafraid. Tre- he was so, sitting poorly to start this- the game. Is something I love as someone, and we're going to talk about this later. Um, in Unbridled my confidence. Uh, no, this this whole everyone count. I don't want to say under. I mean, I will say underdog because they were clearly the underdog. But this whole everyone everyone was counting him out except Trey Young. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's the only one who was like, no, 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 fuck this. Like we're playing <laughs> this. Let's go. It's game seven in Philly against these two top tier picks and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Oh, fuck we're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, so I, I loved it. It was very much. It was very much uh, William Wallace, Braveheart, the rinky dink scrappy guys against this big powerhouse that's been put together with all these draft picks. And hey, freedom, baby. <laughs> uh huge shout out to the boy Kevin Hurd at uh Maryland Zone. Uh do you know why he wears the number three? No. His favorite player growing up was Dwayne Wade. Um, oh, really? Yes. Huge shout out to Kevin Hurd going off in the game. Uh carried the team, honestly. Him and Dodello Gallinari really put the team on their back. Yeah. Uh aside Gallinari from John Collins. Great. Felt like getting every rebound out there. But um Okay, we we've talked about the Hawks. Now, can we talk about can we talk about the Sixers? My Sixers, Brennan, your Sixers. Yeah. Now let's go ahead. 
Do you remember what I said to you early, early on when you were pumping the Sixers up? Uh, probably something to the effect of they haven't done it yet. These guys can't play together. I can't nope. remember exactly. What, what did nope, you say? Nope. The quote I kept giving you, the line uh, I kept giving you was they don't have enough guys that yeah. can go out there and get their own shot. Yes, you did say that. And I, are you going to mention it or... I was really thinking of one person every time I said it, Brandon. The guy who can only take four shots a game, apparently. Uh, how are you are talking you? about the guy who passed on a dunk to um, oh try gosh. and uh, pass it in pass traffic? To, did he pass it to Harris? Yeah. Oh, my, oh, this guy is a In traffic. Gave up on a dunk to get rid of the ball. In tra- Got booed by the Philly fans in Philly. Ben Simmons... Yeah, Ben Simmons is wasted talent. Um, He's wasted talent. He's 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 a glorified role player at this point. That's yeah. You're a you're you're, he's a goddamn regular season only type of guy. Don't put any pressure on the line. Don't put him in any pressurized (laughs) situation. He's a pressure cooker. The top is blown off. This guy is a waste of a pick. Uh, I can't understand. Go oh, ahead. I'm going on a whole red. I, okay. I got beef right, go with this ahead. guy at this point. I don't understand how you can consider yourself a max player and show up smaller than mini me in this situation. Uh, he R. he R. looked afraid. Thank you. He looked afraid to even be looking at the basketball. There were times <laughs> in this game and the previous game where. Uh, Seth Curry would be dribbling, getting ready to pass it to him, and he'd just point away from himself. He'd never wanted to touch the basketball. How can you consider yourself one of the 15 greatest players in the league right now and not even and shoot less than four shots and shoot four shots or less? Who the hell? Don't put yourself in any conversation. Don't campaign for defensive player of the year. You don't get paid to play defense in the NBA. Get just get out of my life. Don't ever ask for another contract. You should be relegated. Seth Curry deserves all your money. He's the only one that stepped up today. Uh, outside of Tobias Harris, who had a pretty good game, but Tobias Harris, eh, do better. All right, you still need to do better. But yeah, no, it, disgusting. It, Embiid should go and fight Ben Simmons right yeah. now. I played with a torn meniscus out here shooting buckets, and you're scared to touch the ball. Yeah. So, uh. Fun fact, Seth Curry uh, now has the NBA playoff record for most three attempts uh, throughout the course of these playoffs for uh, uh, an entire playoff uh, season, I guess you'd say. Um, also, yeah. So in you the, mean this year or all Yeah, time? in the last, no, 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 in the last three rounds. Like oh, for this okay. I for was this about season. to say, that can't make any sense. No, 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 for this, for this <laughs> right now. Um, also, a couple things. Ben Simmons... Trade value has obviously plummeted. He was going to be traded oh straight gosh. up for James Harden. Uh, should they have done that trade. that trade. They should have traded him for Kyle Lowry when they had a kid. Yeah, and now um, he, you wouldn't be able to get a maybe. You can't a, package him with a, a ham. So you can package with a ham sandwich and the ham. Matter of fact, let me make this uh, city appropriate. You could package him with a Philly cheesesteak, and the Philly cheesesteak will have more value than him. At yeah, this you maybe get a second rounder for him and a yeah. Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I, I, it's, I, I was on the train. I thought Doc got there, everything was gonna be all right. They're gonna, you know, P 
piece it together. They've got so much talent, which is weird because I'm normally an anti like overstack talent kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and then Ben Simmons just f- fell up and we've seen it this whole playoffs, but Joel has been able to carry them. And I honestly thought Philadelphia has the better team on paper, so they'll be able to get it together. But I also thought that about Brooklyn <laughs> transitioning into the Brooklyn Milwaukee series. Uh, I I almost texted you this in the Discord. I do not want this to be a discussion about injuries. I do not want this to be. Uh, oh my God! Can you believe it? Can you? They lost. You know, I they know they're dealing. I know they're sure. dealing with injuries, but you know what? So is everybody else, as I like to say. No doubt, but I mean, their uh, one of their premier scorers is out, and that would have alleviated some of Durant. Do you agree or disagree? If Kyrie plays instead of Harden, they win that series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because Kyrie's gonna put up buckets. I mean, yeah. now a hobbled Kyrie, I don't know, but because. Harden was still hobbled to a degree. Yeah, but if Kyrie I would just take Kyrie is, over Harden in that in that yeah, game, in a game seven situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kyrie's gonna hit big shots continuously. Even though James, oh my gosh, that's another person I hate watching. James Harden, he for all the time he was in Brooklyn, he put away his insurance fraud. He put away his fake suits and his fake neck belt collars yeah. and all that. And for this game, he did all the shit I hate. All the collecting fouls in weird ways and just setting people up. And oh, it was so annoying to watch him play. But he got to the line 10 times on a bunch of fucking fraudulent foul calls. It was so annoying. But as Brendan said, Milwaukee Bucks, who I picked to win the series, well, you did. You called it. Um, I thought you were so stupid like four days ago. (laughs) Uh, I thought, you know, it's funny, fun, fun little aside here. So my first day at this new job, uh, uh, I think the Hawks series had just started and the Hawks had just won game one. And I was like, yeah, man, I think the Hawks could win this series potentially. But, you know, I think the Bucks are going to the championship. <laughs> they go down two games and I yeah. immediately I'm like, oh no. I'm that guy at the office now. <laughs> I was like the first day and I put my foot in my mouth. Well, you call but, I mean, uh, you called it. You 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 said Milwaukee. And I honestly thought so this was the kind of um the the transpiring event. So I knew they had to win game five, and then they won game five. And then mm-hmm. going into game six, I was like, well, I guess they're going to see if they can, you know, make no, a bunch they lost of game. Five. You mean Brooklyn won game five? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Brooklyn had to win game five and they win game five. And then going into game six, I was like, Brooklyn doesn't have to win this game. Seven's in Brooklyn. So they'll probably shoot a bunch of threes early, see if they've got it going. And if they do, they'll win. And if they don't, they'll probably just pull people, you know, do whatever they got to do. So they end up, you know, not making, they end up losing game six. And I was like, okay, that's fine. They could have lost game six. I actually anticipated them to lose game six. There's no way. There's no way they're going to lose game seven in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant, one of the most prolific offensive players of my lifetime. There's no way (laughs) with James Harden even running at 70%, but the way he can facilitate that offense, they're going to lose. And they lost. (laughs) Look, uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't for not trying because no, Milwaukee true. tried to give that game up at every turn. Uh, yeah, KD said forty-eight points. 
KD was a mad bet. Literally, KD, they win that game if KD has size 11 shoes. Because I think it was to go into overtime, he hits that turnaround shot. And his toes are pretty much yeah. on the line, making it a two versus making it a three. When it went so to overtime, I was like, oh, that's small. it. They're going to they're gonna win by like 12 points. Yeah, I was like, when they went to overtime, I was like, oh, Brooklyn won. I, I, I was literally swearing uh, booting holes are up and down. Like, why do you still have P.J. Tucker on Kevin Durant? Why is why when P.J. Tucker goes to the bench is Drew Holiday guarding Kevin Durant? That was that annoying fa- as all hell. The foul trouble situation too was. I was swearing in my room. My roommates were like, what, what's going on? I was like, Drew Holiday's on Pete on Durant. What's happening out here? <laughs> um, What's a, what world? It was a crazy <laughs> foul situation too. It was Drew Drew Holiday, Tucker, um, both. Yeah, both had five. Both Tucker had ended five up in the four. Yeah, um, and then Blake Griffin. This was an interesting thing, and I even Blake put this Griffin in the Discord. Turned back the hands of time. Yeah, Blake Griffin, five fouls, still gets put back in with two thirty left in the fourth quarter because. And that's another thing that annoyed the hell out of me. He comes back in with 2.30. They never attacked him at that point. Yeah. He, he made it into overtime. Yep. Yeah, that <laughs> I was, was like, weird. Dude, he gets back in the game. You go right at that dude and you get him out of there. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, Brooklyn relied heavily on their off uh, starting five. Nobody on their bench uh, got a as much as a sniff at a basket, they didn't even attempt a basket. Oh, wow. Um, this was a good series for Bruce Brown, which is weird to yeah. say, but he went to the University of Miami. Um, he was going off. He was giving them everything. He was getting boards at just yeah, the right time. Every time, just I, the right time. I, when I was watching the game and every time they were like, Bruce Brown, I was just like, wait, wait, who? <laughs> yeah, so... That it was, was a good, good series. Um, what do you think is the outlook? So Brooklyn's just going to run it back, obviously, because they were played by injuries. Philly has to blow it up, right? I don't want to talk the about The end of the process? Uh, the end of an era? Before I, before I wanted to say that, as I said last episode, yeah, you're a good shooter until the pressure's on. Joe Harris, three of nine from three. Yeah. Just saying. No, you were right about that, because going into it, and I'm going to be completely honest, I didn't Pat watch Connaughton, a ton. Three of five. I didn't watch a ton of Brooklyn. And then when I saw the first game, I think of the first round and Joe Harris made like five threes in a row, I was like, oh man, this six foot six white guy, he's a sharpshooter. <laughs> Cause you know, Mike yeah. Miller, the situation all over again. I was like, man, JJ Reddick. I was like, oh, this guy's just out there to shoot. And then he played well from beyond the arc for the first couple of games, if not the first two series. And then, once the pressure was on, I was Most just like the second series. Yeah, I was well, like, actually none uh, of the second series. He he didn't have a good game against Milwaukee at all. Now I'm no, it was it. like the first couple of games in the first series, and then I yeah. was just like, oh, second series, like that's okay. He'll get it back, and never got it back. Literally, never like back. the the further they got into the playoffs, and the more the pressure built, the worse he became. <laughs> the worse he started shooting. <laughs> so but, like in um, the in the regular season, he's awesome. But then once the pressure started mounting, he just lost. Similar it. to Ben Simmons, back to Philadelphia. Um, Philly needs to blow it up. Philly, yeah. you can't run it back with Ben Simmons. You can't look at yourselves in the mirror and see Ben Simmons and think that. We got We're going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that playoff series where literally, I don't think there was one game where he took more than 10 shot attempts. I can't believe that. That's insane. Let me say that again. In a seven game series, he did not take more than 10 shots 
in each of the games. I want to say he didn't take more than five shots in each of the games, but that might be a little. That might be that's too bold. Cutting it real close, he might have had six in one game. Um, but I can't uh, believe that in the NBA, as a as a paramount player, you're on the billboard. Yes, you have a you you finish your rookie deal and you got a max deal. Well, and that's and, the thing too is like, and everyone's not everyone, but a few people will mention his defensive prowess. But it's like. You gotta you play, get paid both to play ways. defense. Yeah, not in the, you're not, not Dennis in the Rodman. Yeah, if you're not built to us as Dennis Rodman. Like, no, that you don't get away with it. You well, not only that, but Ben Wallace. If you're gonna be the defense, like, then you have to shut down everyone. Yeah, you gotta play Trey Young, Young the entire game. Beat you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you gotta play him every game, every minute of every game. Yeah, blanket him. So I know, I know who you're taking. You're taking Milwaukee, correct? In the next series, yes, I'm taking Milwaukee. What do you um, got? Milwaukee in five, seven. What are you thinking? Uh, Milwaukee in six. I, I really like this Atlanta okay. team. This is more me just liking the Atlanta team more. I honestly probably think it's going to be five, but I'll say six because I like their uh, I like their moxie, I like their attitude. Okay. All right. Yeah, I've, I'm I'm going to obviously take Atlanta just because <laughs> I'm not going against Trey Young anymore, and I never. Thought I would ever utter that phrase ever in my entire life. Crazy, right? On draft day when uh, Luca got traded for Trey, this is we talked oh. about this. We were the first ones here, <coughs> so I was listening. <laughs> no, because I was listening to I, everyone knows I really love uh, Bill Simmons and Ryan Rosillo. I was listening to that podcast, scratching that from the episode. Um, and they uh, they were talking about it just now, like right before we started this episode. Full disclosure: recording at like six a.m. on Monday. They record finished recording theirs on Sunday night. So I was listening That's why to I'm it. Dying. Um and they were like, Oh, well, we need to revisit this whole like generational disaster that was the Luca Trey Young trade. And I was like, We called that three weeks ago. <laughs> We've been saying that this whole time. Well, Joe they're actually brought it up to me. <laughs> well, they're just uh, they just brought it up on this episode. And I was like, Oh my God, we were there first. Hey, we're doing it, buddy. Yeah, um, we'll do this. I got. Yeah. I like it. Um, I like Atlanta. I think you're right. Milwaukee will win this game, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Atlanta in seven. I'm just gonna say that. I might bet that. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? <laughs> Moving on, going to the West. West Speaking Coast, in baby. Seven. This didn't make it to seven. Speaking uh, of seven, Utah, Brennan, go ahead. So Utah peaked too early, baby. <laughs> I mean, not fair to say. But. I can finally say it. <laughs> uh, no, again, Clippers went. Clippers went again. small, even without Kawhi. Clippers went small. Paul George is finally fuck everyone who's trying to give Paul George all this credit. Paul George was supposed to be this player. I was going to say also last, Paul George went ten of twenty four in that last game. Yeah, and and given he was playing great defense, he's been playing really well as a two way player. Hey, hey, this is who he was supposed to be this whole time. Yeah. This like, I don't understand where all this praise is coming from. He got bounced funny, in 2018. So- he got bounced last year. He's had a horrific games in the playoffs. Kawhi had to it's, carry them most of this postseason. I was listening to. Oh, come on. Not on the mic. Sorry. I took it away from the mic. Um, I'll listen to a podcast. I will name Just the podcast. Real quick. I, listen real quick. To- I love how you said. I was going on a rant. You told me to hold on and then <laughs> proceeded was, to start yawning. You could have let me go start yawning. and everything would have been fun. Start yawning. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was listening to a podcast where someone was saying, you know, maybe Paul George is better as a one than as a two. Because maybe as a two, he relies too heavily on the other person. Yeah. Unless them take all the 
uh, brunt work and he doesn't know like exactly where to fit in. So when he's a one, he's like, all right, everything's on me. Let's go. Well, to his and credit, then, when he's backed into a corner, he pl- he's it's his history. When he's backed into that corner, when it's like, okay, it's on you. He has played better. Yeah, he, he's performed. He was yeah. third in the MVP voting at OKC. Like he has done it before. Yeah. I just, I just think actually that's a great point. I never even thought of that. That maybe when he has to defer, maybe he defers too much and puts yeah. too little he on his own shoulders. Doesn't know where to stop where deferring. the line is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's a great yeah. point. I called it with Donovan Mitchell, by the way. And yeah. I never picked Utah, by the way. <laughs> I just wanted that on the record. I never picked Utah. Um, I was right on Donovan Mitchell. He's a volume scorer. Even though he was 9 of 15 from 3, he was 12 of 27 from the field as a whole. Um, And no one else could get it going. Mike Conley had missed, I think, every game except this game. This is the first game. And he was hurt. You could tell he was hurt. I was saying he was obviously hobbled. Um, Well, and also when the Clippers went a little bit smaller, putting putting Batum at the center and Clippers are going small, Utah couldn't keep up. Utah was too slow. Gobert was too slow. Yeah. And that, that was another thing I called early on. Gobert, just you all did. you got to do is put somebody smaller, get him out of the paint, and he is neutralized. Uh, but we have we can't continue talking about this game without talking about Terrence Mann going off for of 39 yeah, the points. The Terrence Mann game. 7 of 10 from 3. Uh, Terrence Mann was a man amongst boys out there. Uh, hitting every shot he he saw in his sights. Um, but yeah, no, crazy story. Great story for that young man. I believe it was like in the second year or something, uh, and was put in a very high stakes situation and delivered and some. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to bring up the fact that, uh, so Reggie Jackson, when he was in Reggie Detroit, Jackson had 27, so 17. This week. Yeah. When he was into every time I Batum see him, 16, every time I Batum see Batum and Jackson scores, <laughs> I always think of that, but <laughs> So in Detroit, he was supposed to be the number one guy, got paid a boatload of money. Um, And there's a lot of people out there probably never heard of Reggie Jackson because Detroit wasn't any good. Um, And then, you know, he gets bought out. It gets to the point where he's supposed to carry the team in Detroit. Then he gets bought out, ends up as a role player pretty much on this Clippers organization for the minimum. And it's almost like he's a different player now because if you would have seen all this from the guy in Detroit, you would have said, yeah, we expected this. We're paying you this much money. We expect you to play this well, mm. but to be in your thirties and be able to change who you are as a player. So shouts out to Reggie Is Jackson. My hats out to him. Yeah. I think he's 30. Oh, wow. It's 31. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, um, Freaking that's ESPN. <laughs> I just thought that was really cool how he was able to kind of change who he was. And now maybe he's a dickhead. Well, I don't know. I, was saying, but, I don't think he changed who he was. It's just uh, because it's similar. It's similar to what I was saying with Paul George, right? Uh, opportunity and expectation. Yeah. Because uh, Reggie Jackson was on OKC originally as uh, Russell's backup when KD was there and he was doing God, really I well. I forgot about that. Jesus. Yeah, he was doing really well in his spell. So then well, Detroit signed him, thought he could, be, thought he could carry a team. Couldn't carry it. He could put up the same numbers, but it wasn't making the team better. <laughs> and then, and actually, they got to the playoffs one time with Stan Van. Um, but after oh, yeah. that, they really couldn't do anything. So then he goes to the Clippers. No expectations. You're a bench player at this point. And when you go off for 27 in a closeout playoff game, it's like, oh, this Reggie Jackson guy's pretty good. <laughs> this guy's yeah. pretty good. He's so, pretty yeah. good, huh? <laughs> 
So the Clippers moved on to play the Suns, who were waiting for them after they swept my nuggets. Uh, and they were without Chris Paul because Chris Paul. Oh, we didn't even mention that Kawhi because we were off last week. Oh, yeah. Kawhi <laughs> couldn't play in that game and probably is done for the rest of the season uh, with a potential ACL tear. Uh, yeah. So there's there's different rumblings going on. So some people are saying it's a sprain. I think the team stance is it's a sprain. But then there's mm-hmm. other people who are kind of reading the tea leaves saying, it's probably an ACL tear because he would yeah. be playing in a game seven and like some of these games, if it was just a sprain. So, yeah. and the way they have your, it, he's out indefinitely. It's like, it seems more to be a tear. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they're playing the Suns. Speaking of out indefinitely playing the Suns. Uh, and Chris Paul, who's also gone because of COVID protocol. Apparently, allegedly he's gotten his shot. But so he should be back sooner than the mandatory like seven, ten days, whatever, <clears throat> or two weeks or whatever. I don't remember what the NBA. Unless you're LeBron, is. then it's no, then it's zero days. Well, LeBron didn't get it. <laughs> I know he just was at a club hanging out, uh, or didn't test positive for. I should say not. Oh, did Chris it. Paul test positive? Apparently, he tested positive, even though he has a vaccine. So it's like he all he has to do is have two negative tests in a row. Okay. Um, yeah, so well, I don't want to get into soon. the whole minutia of the protocol because yeah. it's confusing as shit. But exactly, and NBA hasn't updated it since the CDC's updated, it, so it's a little, uh, a little confusing. But the Suns win uh, behind a heroic. It's Brendan. Did you know Devin Booker had his first triple double in the Western Conference game one? He's not the hero we deserve, but he's the hero we need. He's the hero that we all need. Uh, and your boy, I was thinking of you this entire time. DeAndre Ayton. Ayton. Fucking Ayton down low. Ayton eating down low. Ayton. That would be the yeah, name of the episode if I didn't, if we didn't already settle on peak too early. He, um, yeah, Ayton's been playing great. And um, that's one of those things. So, like, just looking at it. Like, if you want to tell me Gobert or Aiton, the way Aiton's been playing, the way he can create a shot, the way offensively he can get it going, I think I'd take Aiton. Yeah, no. Aiton um, obviously just, has more grand offensive moves uh, and knows how yeah, to put the ball in the hoop. <laughs> so, yeah. And then imagine uh, what Chris Paul could drop. I mean, it's yeah. this team's going to be this team's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Seems going to go to the NBA Finals. I'll tell you that right now. Um, book that okay, ticket. my man calling it. Book it. Uh, book it. Just just to bring up another of uh, Russell Westbrook's disciples, Cameron Artist Payne. I think he's dropped the artist part, but Cameron Payne. He was once the handshake companion of Russell Westbrook, and now he's a uh, now he's a he's a he's a grown boy. He's a he's a real boy. Uh, out here getting yeah. nine dimes in the playoff game. Uh, he looked really good. He was once the butt of a lot of jokes, and he stepped up and made a lot yeah, of he great was. passes. So yeah, it's You're so right. weird because just in basketball, how Phoenix didn't seem like yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah, they got Chris Paul at the beginning of the season. Now it's like watch out for Phoenix. Yeah, I mean that's sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Moving on to the NBA offseason storylines. What do you got? Uh, what's not your even big, the storylines. What's going to happen? Not the storylines. 
all the moves that have happened this past week. I just wanted to touch on those. Oh, yeah. Did we talk about Stan that? Van. No. We, all this happened after we recorded. Oh, yeah. We Stan Van got fired. Damn. Rick Carlisle left. Out. Donnie Nelson Rick Jr. Carlisle, out. Uh, out. Uh, got fired from the Mavs uh, GM position. Uh, Kemba Walker got traded. Kemba Walker traded for a pack of hot dogs. <laughs> Kemba Walker got traded. Definitely a salary dump. <clears throat> Al Horford. Well, I think they uh, like Moses. Al Horford. I think what they like. I think they like Al Horford. I think that's I, what so, it is. <clears throat> this is something that was very telling. As soon as Brad Stevens got into the general manager role, he traded Kemba. Obviously, he was not a fan of Kemba. And I think it Obvious. goes back to um in the past when Kemba had that knee issue during the offseason protocol. I think it was before the bubble. Uh, they had told mm. him like the training staff had given him a bunch of stuff to rehab his knee since he couldn't be in the building and he didn't do any of it. And then when he got mm. there, they were like, Hey man, your knees in the same exact spot. It was when you left. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I do my rehab here. I do my rehab on site. Oh, and wow. I think that, how do you know this? Wait, where are you getting this? That's a, this Ben Sim- Bill Simmons. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it from Bill. Who got it from <laughs> this an insider. Is Bill Simmons um, information. <laughs> yeah, I got it from Bill Simmons who got it from an insider. But if that is true, God damn it, Phil. I would be I would be infuriated as a coach. And now I'm the GM. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Okay. So he took the, he took pack the of hot dogs model. and Al I got hurt on your time. I rehab on your time. Yeah, on your time. Yeah. So uh, Al Horford, who I think is He's a great defensive player who I think they really missed once they got rid of him. Um, he's been kind of he just they didn't on ice. Yeah, I'm sorry. They didn't resign him. And everyone was talking about, oh, they need to resign him. And then they just couldn't make it work. But he's been on ice because other teams have been trying thinking about trading him. So he hasn't yep. been really playing that much. So he's, he's going to be good to go. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, also, Rick Carlisle. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming. He just walked away with two years on his deal. Um uh, and now, um, go ahead. Saw that coming. I was going to say, uh, Dirk Nowitzki is now special consigliere to oh, yeah. Mark Cuban in Dallas. Consigliere? Did you just make him Italian? He's German. Um, Stan, I did not see Stan Van coming. He was there for one year. <laughs> yeah, but he was getting thrown under the bus left and right for that performance. Wow. And now there's already rumbles that both Luca and Zion want to leave. They're, they're not happy with the organization. How much do you read into that? Uh, I think this is going to go back to what I said last week or the week before, where Luca might not sign the uh, max extension and try and bail out early. Signing the first four years. Got to sign the first four years. Because uh, if you try to go back to, to. max. You, you're in the NBA. You're basically backed into a corner because if you go become I'm a restricted saying, free what agent, if he doesn't sign? we can match. We can match, and you you're coming back, baby. <laughs> um, I'm just saying because you're a restricted free agent. But um, what about Zion though? I was gonna say Zion also same situation, but it's just funny that because uh, I was thinking back to both Devin Booker and Trey Young, both at times were. Yeah, I'm not happy with the situation, not happy with the situation. And now they're both in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference yeah. finals. So just well, the Zion, the Lucas sometimes. thing I understand. The Zion thing, when I mean what happened with Zion, I mean like he seems like he's in a perfect situation. They're say, building that entire team around like, him. I know, but it's not I a mean, perfect situation. Teams are good. Not currently but constructed, say, but I'm saying Zion 
Uh, you can shut up. You haven't even played a hundred games. All right, you missed yeah. uh, almost every game in your first year, and you missed games this year. Like you, you, settle down, kid. All right, play a full season before you start chirping. All right, kiddo, settle um, down, kiddo. <clears throat> oh, sorry for all that. That was that was disgusting. All right, is that enough basketball? Did we? That is enough basketball. We're at thirty minutes. We're almost there, baby. We're going to the NHL. This is going to be quick because there's only two series is happening at this moment. My there- Tampa Bay Lightning went down <clears throat> to the uh, New York Islanders. Yep. Uh, yep. Islanders. Uh, I shouldn't say went down because the Islanders were leading almost that entire game. Uh, Tampa Bay was able to score uh, two goals in the third period. Thought we were going to be able to score that third goal, bring it to overtime, but we couldn't. Um, point does score his seventh straight goal. He is now... Eight, what did Tony say? Eighth. He's now eighth on the list for playoff points. Um, mm. Only behind, or he's actually right behind, not only behind, he's behind seven other people, but the person right in front <laughs> of him, Wayne Gretzky, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, yeah, the series is now tied 2 2. It was weird. I thought we were going to dominate, and then we lost game one, and then we won the next two. And I was like, all right, here we go. We're back. And then we lost this one. So, this, this is so up in the air. Speaking of up in yeah. the air. Las Vegas, Canadians. Oh, you can't just walk right okay. over me there, buddy. I have to get my signature line off. I didn't, uh, I didn't want you look, to say anything negative. <laughs> look, you, you're not just going to beat a Barry Trotz Colts team. You, you got to you gotta kill him. Oh, God. You here we go. bury him and make sure he's in the dirt right after that because, you know, he got to kill, kill him, light him on fire, put him in the, put him under yeah, the water. This is a supernatural situation. You got to kill him and then you got to light the body on fire to make sure he never can come back because... Barry Trotz, we've all seen Game of Thrones. By the way, I just want to point out Barry Trotz, since leaving the Capitals, left the Capitals after they won the Stanley Cup. The Capitals have not won a playoff series since. And he's won, I believe, like three or four series now since he's left. Dropping knowledge bombs on you, Washington. Look, look, just saying, you know, should have just paid the man. Now you're on your second coach, and he's in the Eastern Conference Finals. On to the Knights. Boom. On to the Knights. I, I've got nothing on this one. I've been paying more attention to basketball in the Tampa Bay series. What have you the seen Knights about the Golden Knights? Win game four to tie the series 2-2. Two, two. Uh, they head back, take the series 2-2. I love two, when two, we talk hockey to your white guy voice. What? Huh? What? I said I love it when we do hockey and you do your white guy voice. I don't know what you're talking about, Brandon. Uh, they didn't have... <laughs> Did not have uh, Marc-Andre Fleury between the pipes uh, yesterday. Uh, Lerner was oh, what still happened? able to help secure. You know, just some rest. He's an older guy at this point. Um, okay. And this is yeah. why in the last series they played Lerner. Uh, t- just so you can you know get back in the flow. Because they knew they were going to need him at some point. So they were able to use him. Uh, 1-1 going into OT. And then in OT, Roy. I'm just reading the name here, folks. And Roy was able to capture a goal within OT and uh, secure the victory for them. So they come back to the U.S. and leave Canada up. I mean, not up. Sorry. Tied 2-2. Tied 2-2. I wanted to ask you a question. So the Seattle team is the expansion team. Next year. The NHL is coming out next year. Yeah. Um, Do you think they're going to have the same luck that Vegas had with the expansion draft? No. No. Because the owners... 
and everybody were so upset that Vegas was able to get good so fast because they basically the way yeah, they Vegas like, just turned it on. I would say the way they um put their players, the unprotected players were able to be available. I think they corrected that and yeah, Seattle's gonna have to uh, they're just going to be dog more, shit for like six years. Not dog shit, but they got to go through a little more aches and pains before they can. I think Vegas okay. was what in the, yeah, in, the <laughs> in the cup their first year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was insane. They just came it out was, like, oh, you guys, all these teams are willing to part with these players, and the players are like, yeah. fuck you guys. And like three of them were Panthers players. I don't, don't want to get into that. But, yeah. yeah, don't even want to get into oh, that. Moving she, on. Shout out to uh, you. Shout out to. Um, What's my guy? Damn it. Alexander Barkov. At the end of the show. Bar- I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Barky. Barky won the Elks. I think it's the Elks. Uh, best two-way player in oh, hockey. Really? So, yeah. Oh, there you go. Shoot shout yeah, out. Yeah. So, moving on. Brennan. Baseball season is upon us. Brennan. They said chicks dig the long ball a long time ago. Don't stand by that. Um... Shohei Itani, the the famed two way player who is, I think he has a piece of the home run title right now. As we record this, um, I uh, also believe he is Babe Ruth reincarnated. Babe Ruth reincarnate as a Japanese, uh, Japanese, as uh, a expert. smaller Japanese man. Uh, well, everybody's smaller than Babe Ruth. He was a large round man. Also, Babe Ruth is black. Uh, Shohei Otani is going to be in the home run derby, Brennan. Uh, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. His, his daughter even said that Yeah, he's probably black. Um, Shohei Otani is going to take part in the home run derby, Brennan. Are you excited for this? Yes. I'm very excited about this. This dude can uh, clock almost 100 miles an hour uh, pitching. He's also <clears throat> playing offensively out of his mind. This is great for baseball. I don't watch baseball. I don't pretend to know baseball. I don't like baseball in particular until I started doing this show with until you. Tyler White comes and, on uh, and then talking to Tyler. No, but <laughs> you guys really gave me an appreciation for baseball because I honestly thought it was the most boring sport known to man. And then mm-hmm. when you're really invested and you think like, oh, this game can change with on one pitch, this whole game can change. It's It does get more exciting. But Shohei Otani is great. For the sport, great for tertiary fans, great for people just watching sports center. They're like, wait, this pitcher's hitting home bombs as home runs. Like, I think this is great all around for baseball. I am worried about the home run derby from a medical standpoint because it's real mm. easy to pull something when you're just cranking balls out of the yard. Um, but other than that, I think this is fantastic. What was your takeaway on this? I don't think uh, he's gonna I win. Think it's by fant- the way. I think it's fantastic. I don't think he's gonna win. Um, but it's going to be, it's good. I love watching the home run derby because there's such a camaraderie, like a coming out party for some people like Pete Alonzo a couple years ago, Vlad Guerrero, um, Justin Bohr. Yeah. The uh, Vlad was in Miami. Um, so yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun display of, uh, just pure excellence and power and mashing ability. Pure um, unadulterated power, baby. (laughs) But, uh, to your point, uh, I don't think he'll pull something, but there's like a there's a quantifiable number where you see that people dip in production a little bit in their second half versus the first half after they participate in the home run derby. So you'd hope uh, 
you want to see him do well, but you don't want to see him go to the championship, basically. <laughs> yeah. You want yeah, to yeah, do absolutely. just you good enough, him. you know, to everybody have that hype Not around him. Not embarrass himself, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But you don't want him to overwork himself because he's been, like, he's a bat, he's a pitcher who they bat on his off days. So he's yeah. really good at hitting. Uh, well, speaking of pitchers. Yes, Brennan. Speaking of pitchers. Uh, a lot of pictures so are getting spider upset tech. with. Are you do you are you aware of spider tech? Yes, I'm very aware. Or as Tony Kornheiser likes to call it, the goop. The goop. Yes. No, I meant in its uh, initial incarnation because I know you weight lift a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. We call it dry chalk. Yeah, yeah. The same kind of stuff. Okay. It's yeah. super like. It's so it's got this weird texture to it. Are you have you seen it before? Used it before? No. Okay, so it's got this really weird texture where when you put it on, it almost feels like uh like when you spray on like a biofreeze or something like that, where it's like it doesn't feel like it's on your hands until you touch your hands together. Like it's a mm. really weird thing, but it makes your hands not sticky in the sense of like to quote the replacements, it looks like I just jerked off an elephant, kind of sticky, like stickum stuff. But Quite it's the, uh, it's almost like there. a it's very yeah, he puts stick him all over his hand. He goes, Hey coach, <laughs> it looks like I just jerked off an elephant. Uh but uh it's it's very much like a very light but very friction creating product. Uh, hmm. If that well, makes sense. A lot, a lot of pitchers in the MLB apparently have been using this and now uh, the MLB is cracking down. For a hundred years, I, according to Michael Wilbon. They haven't been using Spider attack for a hundred years, but they've been using some stuff. Um, I'm getting a little annoyed with these pitchers crying uh, foul play because one, it is a rule. It's been a rule the entire time. Yeah. Uh, people are trying to attribute their injuries to this. Like, oh, they're cracking down. So I like, dude, you weren't using this stuff when you were fucking a kid. Like you knew how to pitch and then you started relying on this stuff. And now, yes, it may be causing you to put more effort and strain and stuff, but yet you shouldn't have been using it to jump from jump street. Uh, so don't yeah. cry foul. The whole, the whole defense now, that the whole defense that it's been used for a hundred years, like this kind of stuff is it's cheating. I don't care yeah, what you're doing. It's still cheating, cheating for a hundred years. I was like, yeah, people have been trying to figure out other people's signs for a hundred years, but when the Astros do it with a little bit of technology, not everybody's upset. <laughs> so yeah, not 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 similar uh, in that way because it's been allowed. It hasn't been allowed. It hasn't been cracked down. And MLB said up top at the beginning of the year they're going to crack down on it. So I don't know why people are getting so shocked right now. They were collecting balls since the start of the season. So I don't know why people yep. are just being surprised. Like, oh, wait a second. Um, but I think uh, Garrett Cole, who had a, a blunder of an interview about two weeks ago, uh, when <laughs> that's when the whole spider tech thing became uh, introduced to the cultural zeitgeist. But uh, he made a very good plea uh, this last time around where he said, just work with us. We don't want to. We're not trying to break the rules, but you guys allowed this for so long. Now, now you're cracking down. Now this year you've decided to crack down on it. So just work with us because we don't want to. uh we want to keep the game as safe as possible. Some batters like it because it gives the pitchers more control on their stuff. And there's been people hit less. So, um, yeah, just, yeah. just work with the players I'd say, but also players stop crying. See, uh, mainly yeah, I think it's hilarious. The whole like, Tyler, I've been cheating this whole time. 
Yeah, it's like, no, now my body doesn't know how to throw a ball. Like, what? Get out of here, dude. Uh, Get out of here. Last question, because, you know, I, I'm running the baseball segment. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is having a took it hell of a season. Me. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is having a hell of a season. Just he has a sub so one ERA at this point. Uh, Brennan, but he's been dealing with some nagging injuries here and there. The team has been taking some precautionary roles to play him or sit him uh, because they saw this once before with the Dark Knight. Uh, Matt Harvey. Totally and took that from me. I, know I, I had that. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to give you that crux to lean on this time around. Um, disclosure, folks. We talked about it in pre-pro. He went right to Dark Knight. Uh, so I was wondering, do you and think then you're they like, should Oh, yeah, be- that's the guy I was thinking about. And then you just took no, it from I didn't. No, 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 no. I was going to say his name. And I was going to ask you if you knew who it was. And you just oh. jumped out the gate with Dark Knight. And I was like, oh, wow. You do know who he is. Uh, you like, can't wow, play him. The, the branding worked on you, Brennan. Um but yes, uh, yeah, for sure. I was trying to see if you should think that they should let him continue just playing every start and maybe have to pull him every no. game or let him sit for a game. No. Or two. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> no, this is a billion dollar asset. Um, you cannot at least a hundred hundreds of million dollar asset. No, I don't care what he wants. I don't care. You get paid a lot of money to do what the team tells you to do. And if they want to sit you, they're going to sit you. Especially with the team, who it is, they've been snake bitten. And like you said, with the Matt Harvey situation, he's like, just let me play. Let me play. Then he got hurt and he was never the same. And what if I made him Rocky? No. Just let me play. Just let me play. No, I don't think I, as a fan of the sport, you're like, yeah, let him play. Like, this would be awesome. And this isn't a football situation where it's like, oh, he can get more injured. Like, yeah. I know these injuries are are bad, but it's not like he's getting his head caved in. It's it, but still, like if he gets hurt, then you're scrubbed, and this whole fucking thing happens all over again. So no, set him. Yeah, they're the number one team in the NLE, sadly, um, and they have they have enough breathing room where they could sit him for a start or two uh, and still maintain their positioning. So yeah, but Jacob even Robbins when I don't think we're gonna agree menace. on something, we end it's up agreeing. That's crazy. Yeah, no. Look, I'm. You got to protect that arm. That arm again. He has a sub yeah, one I thought you were ERA. Like, no, let him play. No, he has a sub one ERA. He's one of the best yeah, pitchers. Insane. You don't want to see because I mean they're without and they're not even to not to forget. But Noah Syndergaard is not playing because he has a lingering arm injury. He's I believe uh, going to miss the whole year. So yeah, they've they've been in this situation before with their rotation past and present. So yeah, they need to be. They need to take all the precautions they can. Uh, to save this arm because, again, Jacob DeGrom is one of the best pitchers, if not the pitcher in MLB at this moment. Uh, And I hate seeing him every time he plays tomorrow. Hate him. Hate him. Let's move it on, baby. You'll be surprised how quick and quick Mayman hits quick hits. All right, quick hits. We're going to go quick, quick, quick hits. Quick. First one, U.S. Quick. Open. Ba, 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 that is ba, not the U.S. Music, Open sorry. music. <laughs> so, oh, um, for those of you who missed it, John Rahm wins the U.S. Open, especially coming um, after some heartbreaking stuff the past couple of months with John Rahm having to pull out with a six-stroke lead, which we've talked about before at the Memorial. But what I want to talk about is Louis Oosthuizen, who had the lead most of Sunday, 
had the, the lead most going into seven. Just skim over the, the person who won the tournament and going to Louis Usain. Yeah, I'm going to skim over that <laughs> because Louis Usain, who is leading most of Sunday. Um, so John Rom finishes up before Louis Usain. John Rom ends up crushing a fucking birdie putt on 18, which is a par five, ends up taking a one stroke lead. Super excited. You see it in his face. He's like, I just won this fucking tournament. In comes Louis Tazen playing a couple holes behind him. I just like saying Louis Tazen. I've known who this guy was for the last couple of years because everyone South knows how African. involved my family is with golf. He is a South Africans. Uh, but don't know what he, that um, is. <laughs> it's called what they speak in South Africa is called Afrikaans. Uh, so oh. he breaking news. My best friend. My best friend from high school is from South Africa. Uh, we're not going to get oh, into wow. it. Uh, anyway, he he did sound like Leo DiCaprio, though. Leo DiCaprio kills that accent in Blood Diamond. I was really it's a lot of like people shit like a on weird... Leo, but yeah, that was an actual good accent. No, it's like a weird mix of like Australian English, like yeah. sub-Saharan. It's a weird mix. If uh, you anyway, ever hear a South Louis African, Hazen. you're like, you know what? Leo did a good job in Blood Diamond. <laughs> right? Louis Ustazen. You got so much fun. So we, we're on... We're on 17. <laughs> We're on 17. Hits it into the hazard. Tries to save par. And there's, he's still down a stroke because John Rahm at this point is minus six. Louis Hazen is minus five. Uh, tries to save par. Misses like a fucking five Leo, foot one putt. Of the great misses. Time, Just one of our generational, really. He's, generational. he's a generational actor. But. After that, it was over. Everyone knew that it was John Rahm's to win. Even though there's a par five on 18, he could have eagled it. Obviously, didn't eagle it. Finishes second. John Rahm wins. Quick hits. Moving on. Oh, moving on. Uh, da, da, yeah, da, I sideswiped you on that one. Yeah, you came you came in real quick there. Uh, only one game this week. I'm going to recap in the WNBA. It was the 25th annual 25th. A repeat of the 20, the first game 25 years later. Let me just say it like that because I'm a word sound my way out of that um 25 years in the making uh the liberty played the sparks again uh liberty won by three uh Be- bethany dang it i should have pulled up her name oh no espn don't play a video getting closer uh, and closer together there you go i can hear that is that's, on the audio. Okay, I'm that's why my- all together jesus christ espn's annoying with the fucking autoplay uh liberty spooky. we're both plus just, members what happened I said it's weird. We're both ESPN Plus members, but they still play ads for everything. They still play the freaking it quick play. They auto play every video. It's very, very frustrating. Um, but yeah, Liberty win over the Sparks. So did you Wolf of Wall Street? He was good in that too, right? We, he we was agree? phenomenal with the Wall Street. But I mean, yes, people. The criticism on that is people say that uh, it was just Scorsese allowing white men to be bad and you know stroking their ego and all that. So. Yeah, but that's why we um, like Scorsese because you know, he has those you know, movies. The underrated one in the catalog, The Aviator. I know it's not underrated, but he was phenomenal. I've not seen it. You Everyone seen tells Aviator. me I need to see it. Oh, no. you gotta see The Aviator. It's so good. It's so good. I went on a Leo kick back when, like, uh, right when, when I was graduating high school. Aviator, top yeah. tier. Top tier. The great I haven't Gatsby, seen Jay Edgar. Uh, so, I haven't Gatsby, seen that either. Edgar. But my. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Donovan, who plays Michael Weston in Burn Notice, and if anybody's ever seen my comedy, I talk about mm-hmm. how much I love Burn Notice, is in Jay Edgar. The only reason I was going to see oh. it, but I still never saw it. Um, never got to it. Yeah, no, the Great did Gatsby. I. No, did I. 
Savannah had me watch The Great Gatsby a couple of weeks ago. She was like, I can't believe you've never seen this. I said, well, I've read the book a bunch. And I watched it, and I was like, this was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Pretty good. Also, um, what's yeah. my favorite? Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan was the star in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, Carrie Mulligan from Drive. Yeah, yeah she was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Spider-Man. Toby, Toby McGuire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wait, yeah. I feel like you who was she in Spider Man? No, no, Toby was in Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah, duh. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> Spider Man yeah, Three, doing- Spider Man Three, underrated when Venom comes in and like the whole villain thing. Oh, that was yeah. good. Anyway, we get Madden, from that speaking of video show. games. No, oh, yeah. Madden. Topher yes. uh, Topher uh, Matheson or Topher not Topher Grace? Topher Matheson's Topher a Madison. yeah. <laughs> Topher Matheson's a comic from St. Augustine. Topher Grace. <laughs> Anyways, Topher something. Topher Madison. <laughs> Math- Topher Matheson is a comic from St. Augustine. All right, moving on. Madden, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, the MVP edition. Patrick Mahomes has the better season. The question is, who will have the better season? It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the big leagues. You gave me that look like you were going to disagree, you son of a gun. No, no. All right, you go first. We're doing our walk-off, which is the essay portion. I will shut up, and Joe will go ahead. Okay, hold on. Watch the things happening. Here. I'm excited. He's doing another thing with Scorsese right now. Man, I've been waiting for be the, the, the man in the white suit. What is the name of that book? Is uh. It was a book based on the um, the World Fair with the serial killer or whatever. Uh, Devil in the yeah, White shit, Suit. I can't remember. Or Devil in the White City or something like that. They've been talking about that for years. Devil in the White there. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been talking about that one for years and years. It's, it just hasn't come to fruition for some reason. Showtime is the name of my walk-off. All right. Brandon, shut up. Shut up. Welcome up the movie. Leo Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Can't. Once Upon That came out already. No, no, no. Just, I'm saying we were talking about Leo movies and once it, we cannot. Oh, okay. okay. Once you, upon I was a like, you were mentioning that? I thought you were looking up the new him and Scorsese movie um, because I don't think they're working Rant. on The Devil in the White City yet. Um, but shut up. I got to do my walk off. Shut up. Get back. Sit I'm back sorry. in your chair. Shut up. Um, just have the movie ready when we come back. All right. Showtime. Coming off my walk off last week and the mockery that was made of boxing and boxing. This week packed a powerful punch. There were four fight cards that featured great boxing. I wasn't able to catch all of it, but I made an effort to catch a lot of it. First up was the Jaime Munguera versus Camille Zimeta fight. The 24-year-old, uh, that's Jaime, was 36-0 and in his third fight at the middleweight division. He gave Zimeta all he could handle, forcing him to retire after the sixth round, giving him his 37th victory. Michaela Mayer, in her first title defense, was able to retain her belt again against Erica Ferraz. Ferraz? Not Ferris, but Ferraz. The fight went the full 10 rounds, though Ferraz was able to put up a valiant effort. The longer, leaner Mayer was too much for her to handle. The last fight I'll comment on is in the Bantamweight division. Title fight against Nail. Naoyo Inoue versus Michael Dasmaranas. 
Inoue, nicknamed the monster, made quick work of Desmarais. I'm just going to grace with that name. Similar to the way that he was dropped by a grazing body shot, uh, Inoue dropped him in the second round and then in the third round made a deliberate effort to keep going back to that body shot two more times, knocking him down and then eventually knocking him out. Don't let the sideshows fool you, folks. Boxing is in a good place, and it's not front and center as it was in its heyday, but it is a lot. It is there to be respected and not made fun of. Next week, we get Lomo, Loma. Damn, I keep doing the Loma. Loma on ESPN and Javante Tank Davis on Showtime. Boom, baby. He's still looking up Leo. Moves. Real quick. Devil. No, Devil in the White City. So Leo acquired the rights to the movie. I know. Acquired that, the rights, they just haven't made uh, the movie. Over, listen, listen. Sorry. Over sorry, a decade sorry, sorry. ago. I know. Then Martin Scorsese came on to direct. Mm-hmm. Then <clears throat> everything kind of fell through. So they decided now Leo will be a producer with Martin Scorsese and it's going oh, to be a be Hulu series. What? Yeah. Oh, man. It's now going to be a, a Hulu series is developed based on the book, The Devil in the White City. Uh, Leo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese will executive produce the project. Yeah, I was like, Martin's not going to direct a fucking um, Hulu series. No, and Leo's not going to be in a Hulu series. Yeah. Damn it. God, dog it. <sighs> All right. My walk off this Your week. Walk-off. <laughs> this this one is going to come from the heart and this one is not written. This one is something that's based solely on emotion. There will be no statistics in this. Uh, it's called moving on. So I just wanted to bring this up with the fact that Trevor Lawrence has been playing really well, even though he got a small injury during mini camp, he has been playing very well. looks like the Jags are set to, to move forward. Uh, the defense is playing. Uh, what? Hang on. I can't hear you. I see you. What are you saying? Come in on this one. You don't have to shut I up. Kn- I know you're not about to cry about uh, Mitch. Uh, I'm, not going, I'm not going to cry about it. <laughs> but I did want to say it's very difficult for me because Gardner Minshew is the underdog of underdogs. This guy was taken super late. He was passed around in uh, Division One football, played for three different teams, ended up breaking all these records and holding all these high regard statistics. Comes out in the NFL. Everyone thinks he's going to be a wash. This kid's no good. This kid's garbage. Had better statistics than Kyler Murray's rookie year, which I've mentioned plenty of times before in the past. He's play. He's play. He played well when he wasn't injured. And then, of course, we get Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick. So you got to take Trevor Lawrence. And now it just hurts me a little bit that we have to move on from Garner Minshew. He is the embodiment of Jacksonville Duval Jaguars football. And now he's going to be gone and we're going to have to trade him and we're probably going to get like a fifth or a sixth round pick for him, which is decent. Uh, if he plays it all in the preseason, we might be able to get a third or a fourth round pick for him. But it's just, it's sad. I can interrupt still? I can yeah, yeah I don't care. He played so good that you got the first round pick, the first overall pick, right? Well, that's funny. Coming from an Eagles fan who's going to get the first pick next year. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Super Bowl 2018. Never forget <laughs> That is it, true. Okay, um, we're going to go back to the no interrupting on this. Uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say, that I am a big fan of Gardner Minshew, uh, big fan of everything he's done for the city and for 
giving us something fun to watch. And he was injured all last year, but that's no excuse. We're going to have to move on. And sometimes, sometimes it just hurts to move on. Everybody knows that. Anyone who's ever been in a relationship, it just hurts to move on sometimes. That's all I wanted to say. All right, press conference. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Ladies and gentlemen, to a press conference. I, I did. Ready. I know you weren't. <laughs> I saw you weren't ready. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I also do comedy. Brennan Tassif. You can Google that. All my Similar stuff. Similar to up. what Gardner Minshew does on Brennan, the field. Come on, man. Brennan T Comedy yeah. on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. I also have another podcast called Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I sit down with comics, actors, musicians, all sorts of different people. And we talk about uh, their crazy stories from drinking, doing drugs, partying, getting in trouble. I'm sober now, but it's still one of my favorite things to do. Hang out and talk about the old days. Uh, yeah. Farewell to Florida tour. Only three dates left. Um, two in Jacksonville, one in Daytona. And then I will be gone. Everything's looking up for the new move to New York City. So check out all the stuff and come to a show if you're in town. Joe. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. You can check out this show, Twitter and Instagram at Hearing Press. Uh, you can check out my website, JoeDorval.com, uh, to get some merch or check out my two albums, TV by TV and TV Season 2 by Headphone Joe. No, oh, no, in the phone. Uh, I was going to say something else. I forgot it. Oh, uh, who does a pod? We've finally, we've, we've made, we finished. We've RIP. all 46 songs ranked. And recorded and then we re-ranked them in another subsequent episode um so if you're into hamilton at all you can go check out that archive you have weeks to catch up on um and also new low the big show on the network and all the shows on the network you can find at new low.com nope that's wrong new low.co because we're such hipsters um oh man we that was such a bad decision by us <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Brennan, take us out. All right. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. You chat up. Garner Mitchell, we're going to miss you, man. We're going to miss you. That's my quarterback. Also, that's my quarterback. It's my quarterback. Beautiful. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.